Blog Talk Radio. Take it home where you spread it around. If you don't like who's in there, vote them out. That's what Election Day is all about. And the biggest gun we got is called the ballot box. If you don't like who's in there, vote them out. Vote them out. Vote them out. And when they're gone, we'll sing and dance and shout. And she'll bring some new ones in, and they will start the show again. And if you don't like who's in there, vote them out. On the 14th of February, 2019, Valentine's Day, and the one-year anniversary of the massacre at Marjorie Stoneham High School in Parkland, Florida. We'll have more on it in the minute here. The title of our episode is Elizabeth Warren, The Voice of Working People. Elizabeth Warren opened her uh, campaign in uh, Lawrence, Massachusetts on the 9th of February, 2019. She announced a 2020 uh, campaign bid calling for fundamental changes from the New York Times, incidentally, in uh, of her uh, fundamental change on behalf of working people and argued that D.J. Trump is uh, just the uh, latest in a more extreme uh, symptom of what has gone wrong in America. Speaking on a chilly day, uh, backdrop of uh, red brick uh, mill buildings at the site of one of the nation's most famous uh, labor actions there in uh, Lawrence. She said workers now, like workers then, have had enough. She said that replacing uh, Trump, uh, whose administration she called the most corrupt in living memory, was uh, only the first step in fighting back against a system tilted to favor the wealthy. It wouldn't be enough just to undo the terrible acts of this administration, she said. We can't afford to just uh, tinker around the edges, a tax credit here, a regulation there. Our fight is for big structural changes. The selection, of course, was symbolic. There was a labor strike there in 1912, started by women workers at the Everett Mill, where Warren made her announcement. The senator drew on the strike as a story of women, many of them immigrants, uh, taking on a stacked system and triumphing by gaining uh, raises, overtime, and other benefits. She described the American economy as a similarly tilted against the middle class with the wealthy and political power concentrated at the top today millions and millions and I'm quoting from her and millions of American families all struggle to survive in a system that has been rigged and rigged by the wealthy and well connected she added like the women of Lawrence uh, we are here to say enough is enough with the theme uh, song from Dolly Parton 9 to 5 uh, blasting out and she went on to explain some about her family background. Her father was a janitor. She went on to be a law school professor and a senator. 
She said that the current uh, rising generation of young people could be the first in which a majority were worse off economically than uh, their parents, while the rich uh, seem uh, to break the rules and pay no price. In response, the crowd uh, shouted, enough is enough. She uh, taunted proposals aimed at diminishing the financial power in Washington. Her uh, proposed uh, wealth tax she called uh, on the ultra-millionaires. She also uh, received important endorsements from Senator uh, Markey, representative uh, she was introduced, incidentally, uh, by Senator Joe Kennedy III. Uh, her uh, former uh, law clerk and from the Progressive Change Campaign. This is interesting here. The Progressive Change uh, Campaign Committee endorsed her. Our American Revolution uh, will endorse uh, Bernie Sanders. In practical terms, she ended the uh, presidential race over a month ago. She's been campaigning in Iowa, New Hampshire, South Carolina, all very important uh, places, and even in Puerto Rico. Her announcement comes as she seeks to establish herself in the race as a champion of of liberal policy, but also that uh, she continues to face questions. The Native American incident, uh, as uh, some others here, is uh, basically based on uh, two things. Culture that she was raised in, believing that she was... uh, part Native American, or perhaps in uh, Native American, uh, Johnny Cash, uh, the uh, singer, performer, country uh, singer, in uh, his uh, later life, talked about his uh, heritage as a Native American, sung a lot of songs with Native Americans, and spent a lot of time on it. He was from the uh, cotton fields of Arkansas. So again, that is not unusual, and that's one thing has not been pointed out here, regional particularities, or some would say peculiarities. So thus, that claim has been played around. She apologized to the uh, Cherokee Nation, whose uh, principal chief is, uh, what, 132nd? I'm not sure how you count that, uh, Native American. In other words, there was something called the Dawes Rolls, and people were uh, registered on it, and that is what they were counting. They had uh, large numbers of Africans uh, in uh, their tribe, which they called Freeman. Now, some were not. If they were on the Dawes Rolls, they were on the Dawes Rolls, D-A-W-E-S. They were on that particular roll, and it was a different uh, situation there. And uh, we uh, talked about a land allotment but some people were allotted land, and there was one uh, that uh, lady that became the first black millionaire. She, uh, the land allotment that she received, oil wells uh, pumped on it, and she received the royalties. And with those royalties, she invested in various uh, businesses and became the first uh, woman, uh, black or African American. Me and air. So this does have uh, different situations here. DJ Trump is, of course, despairing her. Uh, but the only thing he could say is she has uh, decided after 32 years that she's it's not playing so well anymore. So she uh, 
we'll see you on the uh, campaign trail. And he's talking about the the uh, Trail of Tears. That's the insult to the Cherokee people list. His son added the word savage. Love my president. Hmm. Well, what you can see immediately is the term savage, the bastardization, uh, minimization, uh, demoralization, uh, demoralization of the uh, Trail of Tears. That was when uh, the Cherokee people were uh, forced to march from uh, the Carolinas uh, to what was then the uh, Oklahoma uh, Territory of uh, there. So that is a situation, and what you have is you have a number of officials there that, uh, like the right-wing congressman in uh, one area there, Mark something, uh, uh, I forget what his name is right now, but um, he is on a Cherokee... Uh, Rolls a doll's roll, and in fact, he lives on the plot. I think it was 100, what was 150, 160 acres of whatever it was. There was allotted on the land allotment act, and he still uh, lives there. But his percentage, uh, I think, is something like one uh, 32nd of two thirty second, whatever it is there. Difficult uh, to allot that, but uh, that is the way the tribes. Some of the tribes do it. Now, other tribes, it's based upon more of an anthropological uh, definition of who they are by culture, by processes, etc., by a language. So she is in a strange situation here, but in most of the America, uh, it doesn't matter. They tried to bring this up saying that she used it to get into university, etc., being a Native American uh, period. I once uh, taught a course uh, a long time ago, can't recall the fellow's name, but he was a member of the Cherokee tribe. He later went to, to the University of California, the last thing I heard of him, but this was in the uh, in the 70s. So again, you have those kinds of uh, situations uh, going on. So let me finish up the Times article, and I'll go to some supplemental material she apologized to the uh, Cherokee Nation I think it is more of a sexist problem uh, that she has to deal with especially if uh, she wins the primary this is uh, from Jennifer Robinson a uh, senior major in uh, political science at Merrimack, uh, Merrimack uh, College so Thus, that is painted, that uh, particular candidacy. Uh, candidacy. Um, it's sort of like with Amy Klobuchar. The article came out of the Huffington Post about some of her staff members saying they had been mistreated, that she was a bully, uh, a taskmaster, etc. In her congressional office, they were forced to do laundry, etc. One of the uh, big questions that people have to uh, ask are they going to deal with these uh, little extra issues or are they going to deal with the uh, platform of the candidate and that is what you have to evaluate when you make quote unquote your choice of a presidential candidate you have to go uh, with, uh, with that particular issue let me finish up the Elizabeth Warren she'll be Incidentally, by uh, this is one of her uh, 
X here. Uh, it's from the Wall Street Journal in uh, 2008, August of 2008. Corporations uh, should, uh, uh, shouldn't be held accountable only to their uh, stockholders. This is what the Wall Street Journal, Journal did. The uh, U.S. economy has uh, run this way for decades, partly because of a fundamental change in uh, business practices dating back to 1980. Ronald Reagan, on Wednesday, she introduced, this is Elizabeth Warren, uh, legislation to fix it. American corporations exist only because the American people grant them charters. These charters confer valuable privileges. You're back to rights and privileges, such as limited legal liability for their owners uh, that enable the businesses uh, to turn a profit. What do the Americans get in return? What uh, are the obligations of a corporate citizen? And under the uh, Citizens United, the corporations act as an individual. So this amplified things since her bill. Much of American history, the answers are uh, clear. Corporations sought uh, to succeed in the marketplace, but they also recognize their obligations to the workers, customers, and the community. Recent 1981, the Business Roundtable, that is a uh, big uh, business organization, sort of like uh, the Manufacturers Association that represents manufacturers. Uh, it represents larger corporations, stated that corporations have a responsibility, first of all, to uh, make available to uh, the uh, public uh, quality goods and services for fair prices, therefore earning a profit that attracts investment to continue and enter into uh, the uh, enterprise, uh, provide jobs, build the economy. This approach uh, worked. American companies and workers have thrived. Late in the 19th century, the dynamic change, building uh, only on work by a conservative economist, uh, Milton Freeman, used to be at the University of Chicago. A new theory emerged that corporate directors had only one obligation to maximize stockholder returns. In 1997, the Business Roundtable declared that the principal objective of a business enterprise is to uh, generate economic return to its owners. Change. And that was on the wild Bill Clinton. The shift uh, had been has a, uh, has had a, a tremendous effect on the economy. In the early 80s, the American corporations sent less than one half of their earnings to stockholders, spending the rest on uh, workers and other priorities. But uh, between uh, 2007 and 2016, large corporations dedicated 93% of their earnings to stockholders because the wealthy 10% of households own uh, 84% of uh, shares. Uh, the obsession with maximizing uh, stockholder return efficient, uh, effectively meant America's biggest companies had uh, dedicated themselves to making the rich even, even richer. In the four decades since World War II, the Great Patriotic War, on net uh, contributions of more than uh, 250 billion U.S. corporate uh, uh, U.S. U.S. corporations, but since 1985 they have extracted uh, seven uh, trillion dollars, as trillion dollars in their profits that uh, might otherwise have been uh, reinvested in the workers who helped produce them. Before shareholder value uh, maximization 
ideology took place, wages and production grew at roughly the same rate, but since uh, the early 90s, the real wages have uh, stagnated, even as production has continued to rise. Workers aren't getting uh, what they earn. American companies are uh, setting themselves up uh, to uh, fail, restraining, uh, excuse me, let me see this minute here, retaining uh, earnings. Uh, it were once the foundation for long-term investments, but from 1990 to 2005, the uh, non-financial companies uh, invested uh, trillions uh, less in, uh, uh, than uh, projected, uh, Following earnings to stockholders and the uh, on investment uh, handcuffed U.S. enterprises and and bestows an advantage on a foreign uh, comp, uh, competition. The problem gets worse because executives now have a strong financial incentive to prioritize prioritize stockholders' return. Before 1980, top executives were rarely uh, compensating equity. Uh, today, it accounts for 62 percent of their pay. Many Executives receive additional company shares as a reward uh, for uh, producing a short-term uh, price uh, increases. The feedback loop has sent CEO pay skyrocketing. The average CEO of a big company now makes uh, 361 times what the average worker makes. That's up from 42 uh, times in 1980. Let me just make sure I have this... Uh, this actually, what did I say? This is actually August 2018. I think I said 2008. Anyway, um, so the bill comes, uh, so where my bill comes in, the uh, accountable uh, capitalism uh, restores the idea that giant American corporations should look out for the uh, American interests. Corporations with more than a billion dollars in annual Revenue should be required uh, to have a federal uh, charter. The new charter requires corporate directors to uh, consider the interests of major corporate uh, stockholders, not only uh, stockholders. That would be pension funds, etc. This approach uh, follows uh, a benefit uh, follows the uh, benefit corporation model, uh, which would give uh, the uh, business fiduciary responsibility beyond uh, their uh, stockholders and 34 states already authorize benefit corporations and uh, successful corporations such as uh, Pentagon and uh, Kickstarter have embraced this model. My bill uh, would uh, give workers a, a stronger voice in the corporate decision making. Workers would uh, be elected uh, at least 40% uh, of directors, at least 75% of directors and shareholders would need approval before the corporation could make uh, any uh, political expenditure. And finishing this off, and this is uh, Elizabeth Warren in a nutshell, as enunciated in the uh, Wall Street Journal. Let me just, uh, from the BBC, this is a the North American re uh, reporter here. Elizabeth Warren, what stands between her and the White House is is the subject. Elizabeth Warren officially launched a campaign. The uh, senator told a crowd of uh, several thousand um, at the uh, Everett Mill, uh, the site that we've already gotten that part. These days, Lawrence isn't uh, 
much uh, to look at. Uh, once imposing factors are worn and dark by uh, Sut and uh, Time. There are 80, uh, let me see, 29% of the town's 80,000 uh, residents live before the poverty, below the poverty line. Although Warner didn't cite modern-day Lawrence as a uh, cautionary tale, the dropback could serve to illustrate another part of her message that the current financial uh, status of America is broken, no doubt about it. The progressive uh, champion, this is the kind of talk that makes Elizabeth Warren star of progressive left for more than a decade. She burst into the national scene of following the uh, economic... Uh, Collapse, uh, the depression, uh, championed the creation of the Con uh, Consumer Financial Protection Bureau. She got it, and uh, and following of the passage of Dodd Frank, during her tenure, she earned a reputation for hard-nosed caution of business executives, which she's still doing. Now the calculus has changed. On New Year's Eve, she became the first major candidate, according to. Uh, uh, political analyst in Iowa, uh, Renard Warren, uh, uh, made a big splash in her visit uh, to Iowa. And uh, the Boston Globe published an editorial uh, that highlights the negative story that dog uh, Warren, and you would see that would happen, a claimed interview uh, of her uh, Texas State uh, bar exam. That was in 1986. And the Bernie factor, we'll get this one and we'll uh, conclude this part. Likened uh, Warren to uh, Clinton, uh, likened, uh, there's another threat that could uh, link, excuse me, uh, Hillary Clinton and Warren uh, that the uh, threat to their campaign posed by the candidacy of one Bernie Sanders of Vermont. Offering a uh, big ticket, a progressive uh, agenda like universal health care, free college, sweeping environmental regulations, and a tax structure to address growing inequality. That sounds a lot like a Warren's platform. There, however, is a friction between uh, the uh, two, as we talked about earlier there. Uh, philosophical outlooks of... Uh, the two senators, uh, one from Massachusetts, one from New England, and a progressive commentator and uh, writing uh, fellow from the University of California, Berkeley. Warren is pragmatic, while Sa uh, Bernie Sanders is a political revolutionary. She has hired, according to this article, uh, I haven't confirmed.